When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hey, white boy, Malcolm X. Question for you, sir. Did you ever figure out what grievance month it was? Who gets to play victim in July? I mean, we've had what? Black History Month, Asian Pacific Islanders Month, Gay Pride. Who, sir, is up next? No idea. We do need to look into that. We're almost halfway through the month. I can't mock HBO Max for sending out a a virtue signaling email to the tribe, our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe, sending that out a week before Pride is over, if we're late to the party with our own virtue signaling. So, sir, you have homework. I wonder when Hispanics, when they get their month. I don't think it's happened yet. And I only say that, folks. Because I'm willing to bet that all the snooty white liberals out there who love to virtue signal to each other by using their fancy made-up word, Latinx, I bet they're chomping at the bit to get to use that word for an entire month. Oh, I love the Latinx people. I'm down for the struggle. Yes, of course you are, princess. What? Jesus Christmas, white boy Malcolm X. God. Cinco de Mayo? Really? Cinco de Mayo doesn't count. That's just rude. And besides, everyone knows that Cinco de Mayo is a white person's holiday. It's whitey's holiday. It's when they go to a Mexican restaurant and get completely obliterated. Folks, you want to talk about a living hell. Try being Hispanic or Latinx if you're a snooty white liberal and you're working in a Mexican restaurant on Cinco de Mayo when a bunch of hysterical white people come in to get plastered off margaritas and tequila shots and stuff their fat faces with burritos and chips and salsa. 
probably like, why the blankety blank, blank, blank can't whitey behave? Coming up on in here and acting like a, a loud, drunk moron. Do we go to Outback Steakhouse and pull this crap? No. But here they are, making this place a dumpster fire. Damn you, whitey. Damn you to hell. At which point, and again, Satan, Satan has to get involved. Uh, no. I've already banned Milo Yiannopoulos, that queen, ex-queen, whatever. I've already banned Jussie Smollett, that lying black queen. And I'm damn sure not letting in all those millennial Gen Z brats with a super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns. They're not welcome here in hell. They are not going to ruin our hellishly good time down here in hell. And these hysterical drunk Cinco de Mayo celebrating white people, they can all go to heaven. I bet God, he loved to have a, a Cinco de Mayo every day for all eternity. God's probably like, Jesus Christ. Christ is like, yeah, dad, nothing. I'm not talking to you. Satan, if you think I'm letting in even one of those hysterical drunk Cinco de Mayo celebrating white people here into heaven, not happening. Ever. St. Peter knows. He lets one of them in here. He's in for a world of hurt. Well, they're not coming here to hell. So yet again, like Milo Yiannopoulos, that queen, ex-queen, whatever. Like Jussie Smollett, that lying black queen. And like those hysterical millennial Gen Z brats with all the super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns. Off to purgatory for the hysterical drunk Cinco de Mayo celebrating white people out there. And you know who you are. And you've now been warned. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And for this first one, well, I had this story all lined up. It's from the New York Post. Macy Gray tells Piers Morgan... Just because you change your body parts doesn't make you a woman. And if you're not sure what that's about, what's going on here, Macy Gray, she's a singer. She went on to Piers Morgan's talk TV program, and she said just that. Just because you go change your body parts doesn't make you a woman. She also defended J.K. Rowling, Voldemort, saying that I don't think you should be called transphobic just because you don't agree. There is a lot of judgment and throwing stones at people for just saying what it is. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, holy crap. Now I always wondered what happened to Macy Gray. But with this story, it turns out she's become 
Black Voldemort. J.K. Rowling, she's White Voldemort. And Macy here, she's now Black Voldemort to the tribe. Our lovable Star Wars bar of a tribe. A tribe now completely obsessed with gender identity. Sexual orientation. Huh? What's that again? That or, I think I might be gay. No, you're really straight. You're just transgender. Go get yourself some of that gender-affirming care. Oops, did I say that? And I was all, when I saw this article, I was all ready to praise her for being stunning and brave to borrow a phrase from those those girls in the vapid gay media, those star effers in the vapid gay media. They love to say that when they're giving media hand jobs to rich celebrity gaybies coming on out of the closet in L.A. or New York or London. Oh, how stunning and brave. Because they do something, the exact same thing a million other queens do under worse circumstances. But Macy here, Black Voldemort, before I could say anything about this story in the New York Post, she got herself, folks, a first-class ticket on a train to a re-education camp to get her mind right. How's this from PJ Media? Singer Macy Gray has been re-educated on what a woman is, and it's the creepiest thing you'll see today. I guess she didn't want to be Black Voldemort after all. Oh, well. Yeah, Macy. After her visit to the re-education camp, she went on to the Today Show, and here are a, a few things she had to say. First off, being a woman is a vibe. If you feel it in your heart, then that's what you are. That's what you are. And she followed it up with this. I've learned so much, and I think, you know, being a woman is a vibe. So that again. Must have been the mantra they brainwashed her with. It's about education. I've learned a lot through this. I bet you have. That was one of the reasons it might have happened because it was a huge learning. If you feel that's who you are, then that's who you are. But yeah, I've learned a lot. I'm glad I did. You're glad. If only to get yourself out of trouble with our gender identity overlords in the tribe. So another moral coward like Tom Daly, that spoiled little cat boy, that pocket queen in a Speedo, another moral coward like Megan Rapinoe, that America-hating purple-headed lesbian, another moral coward like Anthony Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago, and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. Macy, you sided with Voldemort. You became, even if only for 48 hours or so, Black Voldemort. It's a lovely apology, 
hits all the right notes. Kudos to your PR team. But you're probably going to have to grovel quite a bit longer to get yourself out of the doghouse. Those folks, they have very long memories and they don't like to forgive. And you have fun with that. This next one, I actually saw it last weekend, but I wanted to sit with it a bit, see if anything more came to light before saying anything, which I think is a first for me, holding back. But anyway, this one, it's from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News. Ricky Martin denies domestic abuse after being issued restraining order. And we haven't kept up with Ricky Martin. Talked about him in quite some time. I think the last time we had something on him was that Barbara Walters, Baba Wawa story, where he was traumatized, still traumatized all these years later, by an interview he had with Baba Wawa back in 2000. And to quickly recap, since I know we have new listeners. So way back in 2000, folks, Ricky Martin, he sat down for an interview with Baba Wawa. And Baba, she knocked on that closet door. And back in the day, folks, back there in 2000, Ricky Martin, he was so far in the closet, folks, He was so far back in the closet, he was behind the shoes. That's how far back in the closet Ricky Martin was. So when Baba Wawa, she came knocking on that closet door, Ricky, he was like, go away, go away, there's nobody here, there's nobody here hiding behind the shoes. But Baba Wawa, she was not having any of that. She knocked again. Ricky, at that point, he was in a near panic. Go away, go away. Please, please, please. Go away, go away. There's nobody here. There's nobody here hiding behind the shelf. Please, 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 go away. And so, 20-something years later, Ricky comes out in an article complaining about Baba Wawa, how, how that interview, he was still traumatized, was suffering from PTSD, Because Baba Wawa came knocking on that closet door. Not quite as traumatized as Anthony, Kevin Spacey got handsy gropey 30 years ago, and now I'm butthurt and want a payday rap. But kind of close. Still traumatized a couple decades later. But this one, now I thought he was married or dating or involved with someone had a kid or two with someone, not that I really care, but but thought that was the case, but I guess not. He apparently was dating this guy for about seven months, and they broke up about two months ago, but allegedly, supposedly, possibly, maybe, Ricky wasn't quite over it and has been seen loitering around this other guy's house a few times. So the other guy, not liking Ricky doing that, 
got himself a restraining order last Friday, the first, under the Domestic Abuse Prevention and Intervention Act. Now, I obviously don't know Ricky Martin, don't really know anything about the guy, except he's a queen from Puerto Rico, and Baba Wawa triggered the crap out of him 20 years ago. So I could be off with this, way off with this, but, well, I'll ask you, white boy Malcolm X, does Ricky Martin, that queen, seem like the stalker type to you? Does he, hold on a second, sir. Does he seem like he'd hang out at some guy's house? Kind of like how the media, the mainstream media, describe a, a white supremacist hiding about, lurking in the shadows, stalking some guy? Not really. That's what I thought. Now, he could be. Could be a complete creeper from hell. But I don't know. I don't get that vibe off him. You never know with celebrities, the public face they put forward. But I just, I don't get that vibe. So this is one of two things. Either he's a weirdo stalker creepy type, not taking no for an answer. Or, and this is going out on a limb, way out on a limb. But it could also be, now Ricky, he's around our age. I think that queen is 50 or closing in on it. He's an old queen like white boy Malcolm X and I are. And if it's one thing, two single queens like us know. Most of the age-appropriate men who are still single, they're doing some version of Dustin Lance Black, Daddy Dustin for Cat Boy Tom Daly. And so Ricky, if he's like a lot of middle-aged queens, he got himself a boy toy, a millennial Gen Z boy toy. And what do we know about millennial Gen Z kids? which is doubly so for millennial Gen Z gabies. They're hysterical and they're enormous drama queens. Huge drama queens. Those young gabies, man, do they love themselves some drama. These are the generations who declare that silence is violence, words are violence, not getting their way is triggering, who cry for safe spaces and making the real world just like a ginormous college campus where no one is allowed to do or say anything that displeases them and they are easily displeased. So if he got himself some little gaby twink, I can easily see a situation where this kid, just to get some attention, just to get himself some drama, where he gets to play the victim, goes out and accuses a celebrity of stalking him. I bet he lives on Main Street or some other busy street that that Ricky has to go down 
to go wherever. So every time Ricky goes by, this queen can be like, Oh, it's so horrible. Ricky Martin is stalking me. He keeps going by my house. Look at me, everyone. Look at me. I'm being stalked by Ricky Martin. So it's one of those two things. Either Ricky Martin is a creeper stalker, or he made the dumb mistake of dating a hysterical millennial Gen Z drama queen with severe attention issues, and that's coming back to bite him good and hard. And at this point, I'm going with the latter, but I guess we'll see. Another one from the New York Post. Woke employee who refused to work while mourning Roe versus Wade fired. In a word, good. And the woke employee in question, his name is Michael Lopez. And Michael is, or was at this point, a production coordinator at Universal Music Enterprises. So he fetched lattes and scones for more important people at Universal Music Enterprises, which if he was a a production coordinator, was pretty much everyone but the cleaning crew. Maybe. Michael's also a Hispanic queen, or for all you snooty white liberals out there, a Latinx queen. And lastly, Michael is a hysterical drama queen, in my opinion, who wanted to virtue signal about Roe v. Wade, that being overturned by the Supreme Court. And so what did he do? He refused to work because he was in mourning over the court's decision. He was supposed to process reports for upcoming releases and email those to 275 people. But instead of doing that, Princess here, he emailed them, I didn't do them today. I'm in mourning due to the attack on people with uteruses in the U.S. Federally guaranteed access to abortion is gone. White boy Malcolm X, question for you, sir. What's worse? That this lazy, hysterical drama queen didn't do his job and blamed abortion for it like he's ever going to need to worry about knocking someone up. That or he used the phrase people with uteruses because saying woman with uteruses, that's unwoke and might piss off our gender identity overlords in the tribe. What, sir, is worse? Being a lazy queen or using that stupid phrase? Correct, sir. Very good. All of the above. And so Universal here, they fired his gay ass, tossed him to the curb for being a lazy, worthless employee, and his reaction, he goes on to LinkedIn and trashed the company for being anti-gay, for terminating a queer brown person 
during Pride Month for speaking up in defense of abortion rights. So he drags race and sexual orientation into it just because, well, that's what these clowns do when they want to deflect. Scream racism, homophobia, sexism, whatever. Like Jesse Smollett, that lying black queen. Like those blithering idiots at Apple. Screaming racism because Tim Cook, he wants them back in the office two to three days a week. And now this one, thinking he's immune to punishment because he's a Hispanic queen. Michael, you're a production coordinator. Even the interns laugh and look down at you. You're a nobody, and now you're an unemployed nobody. Get over yourself. And these hysterical brats, they wonder why the rest of us make fun of them for being over-entitled narcissists when everything is all about them. Can you imagine working in the HR department at Universal Music Enterprises with this hypersensitive moron roaming the halls? God knows how many demands he had about safe spaces and trigger warnings, all the complaints he filed about microaggressions and racism and homophobia because it's all about him. Okay, princess, you have fun trying to get a new job now that everyone knows what a spoiled little brat you are. Not even Starbucks, not even they are dumb enough to hire you. From Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, 10 movies where straight actors play gay and it was okay. Can you imagine how triggered Michael Urie and Billy Eichner are right about now? Seeing something like this, those two queens bitching, moaning, and complaining about the gay for pay business model, even if Billy, even if he's fully embraced the straight for pay business model. But we all know how alive and well the double standard is. But to have Queerty, those girls over at Queerty, publish something like this about how gay for pay, meh, maybe not so bad after all. I can only imagine how hysterical Michael and Billy are. Like white boy Malcolm X, how he gets when his Ronald McDonald blow-up doll, that gets a hole and deflates. And that's pretty hysterical, folks. Let me tell you. And here are some of the, I'm not going to go through all of them, but here are a couple of the movies. Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal in Brokeback Mountain. Bareback Mounting. I think it was, it was Michael Savage who called it that. That was a dumb movie. Dumb, dumb, dumb. 
like David Hogg dumb when and I can't remember which one of them said it but when one of them said I wish I could quit you I just laughed I literally laughed out loud not making that up that's how bad I thought that movie was Terrence Stamp Guy Pierce and Hugo Weaving in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which I thought was brilliant. For its time in the mid-90s, just an amazing film. And I remember, well, that came out in, in 1994. So what is that? 28 years ago? So it's been almost 30 years since I read this article. But it was an interview with Well, either the director or the producers, someone involved in the production of the film. And they were talking about how they they were looking for for real people, real drag queens to play these parts. But when they had casting calls, it was basically a a disaster. People not showing up, showing up late, showing up drunk. And so that's when they decided we need to get real actors, professional actors to play these parts, which is how it came to be that Terrence Stamp, Guy Pearce, and Hugo Weaving, how they got the roles. Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo, I think that's how you pronounce his name, Leguizamo, something like that, John If you're out there listening to this podcast, sorry, sir, for butchering the hell out of your last name. You're a very good actor. I should know better. But those two, Patrick and John, and Wesley Snipes, they were in Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, which I thought was okay. But coming a a year after Priscilla, kind of a cheap knockoff. I'm just saying. Oh, white boy Malcolm X, our favorite. Timothy Chalamet in Call Me By Your Name. Another dumb movie like Megan McCain. Dumb. That movie was only good if you're in the Kevin Spacey Chicken Hog Club and enjoy on those Twinkie Boys. And Timothy Chalamet, he still has the body of a 10-year-old boy. And our last one, Robin Williams in The Birdcage, which to me, a classic. Another brilliant performance by a man who went well before his time. So Billy, Michael, it'll be okay, princesses. You can keep on bitching, but apparently no one really cares. And you have fun with that. And for our last story, folks, we have ourselves a twofer. Yes, white boy Malcolm X, a twofer. First off, we have ourselves a smoking gun story. But we also have ourselves 
uh, teacher bait story. Teacher bait, teacher bait, teacher bait. Settle down out there, you high school teachers. What have I told you ladies a thousand times before? There is no fresh teacher bait here on the Miller Frost Podcast. Never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Remember, ladies, more Sebastian Stan, less little Timmy with two chest hairs. I tell you what about those high school teachers and even mentioning that fresh teacher bait. They get super duper excited. Like a non-binary folk out there when they roll out a new set of super special pain in the ass pronouns. It's that kind of excited. And they love to eye up that fresh teacher bait. Seduce that fresh teacher bait. Make sweet, sweet love to that fresh teacher bait. So how's this from the smoking gun? Texas teacher caught in bed with teen student. Brother, 12, saw sibling under sheets with educator. I bet she did educate that boy. But, rut row shaggy. What do we know about horny seductress high school teachers who get busted in Texas? They don't mess around in Texas. They'll lock your ass up for decades. You bang one of your students. And I think the last story we had about a teacher in Texas, they gave her like 20 years or so for banging some pimply-faced boy. Blue states, a slap on the wrist, probation, maybe six months in jail, if that. Not in Texas. The latest school teacher to get arrested for having sex with one of her underage male students was nabbed after the boy's younger brother discovered the educator in bed with his sibling, according to police. Catherine Murray, 28, was arrested yesterday for sexual assault of a child and booked into the Harris County Jail where she is being held in lieu of $250,000 bond. Murray taught 8th grade at Memorial Middle School before recently being fired. According to a probable cause affidavit filed yesterday in district court, a 15-year-old student invited Murray to his home on February 11th while his parents were away. The teen asked his 12-year-old brother if it would be okay for Mrs. Murray to stop by after 11 p.m., investigators reported. Shortly before midnight, the younger boy told cops he went into his brother's bedroom and observed a tan bra and a used condom on the floor. He also spotted his brother in bed and the outline of another person under the covers and completely covered by the bedding. At this point, the older boy decided to make some impromptu introductions according to the affidavit. Mrs. Murray, say hi to younger brother's name. Of course, they didn't tell us that. The woman replied, Hola, recalled the boy, who told police that he recognized the woman's voice as that of Mrs. Murray, a Memorial Middle School language arts teacher. 
The younger brother said that when Murray left the residence at 12.30 a.m., she called out to him, adios. And she's white, or at least looks that way in the picture. So not only do we have her banging an underage teenage boy, tapping that fresh teacher bait, we have some cultural appropriation going on as well. When interviewed by investigators, the older boy said that he was in love with the defendant and he had kissed her. The boy admitted having sex with Murray in his bedroom on February 11th, saying that he was wearing his pajamas and pulled up the skirt that Murray was wearing. And can you see this kid talking to Popo, playing coy with the kissing? Oh, I just kissed her. Then Popo asks, what about the condom, son? Kid probably got a huge crap-eating grin across his face. Oh, yeah, we had sex, too. Kid that age doesn't take much pressure, if any, to get him to admit to banging the teacher. And him and his Spider-Man PJs strutting around like the, the man of the house while mommy and daddy are away, hiking up her skirt to bang her. The teen's family has secured a restraining order barring Murray from having any contact with the 15-year-old boy. Too late. She is also not allowed to go near Memorial Middle School, where she taught for three years. And don't forget about the high school, folks. That's where she loves her fresh teacher bait. Murray had been on the school's website prior to her dismissal. Over the past few months, Murray has started three blogs, two of which were related to class assignments. Her third blog, a personal account, only has a few posts and uses a Socrates quote, I know nothing except the fact of my ignorance, as its title. And no, white boy Malcolm X, definitely no reenactment on this one. You want to see a woman bang an underage boy, watch a movie where Timothy Chalamet and his 10-year-old boy body have a sex scene. It's pretty much the same thing. So on that note, since I cannot top this horny high school teacher banging that fresh teacher bait, even if the dopey kid's younger brother had to witness a whole lot of crazy that he will never be able to unsee, since I cannot top that It is time to plug pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we will see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.